<laughs> a lot of pressure, man. Yeah, it is. Evil. The evil. Not our real names. Nailed it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to A Little Independent Podcast, podcast where two friends talk about movies that are independent, obscure, just plain weird. My name is Ryan. And I'm Todd. Hi, Todd. Hi, Ryan. I was going to introduce you. Well, and you just jumped right in. That's great. I, I should have been. I'm looking at the mic instead of you, so I didn't take the cue in my peripheral. Can't take the baby browns today. I get it. So, um, this is episode one. Oh, one. Oh, one. Episode one. We are January 19th, 2021. Um, and I guess as inaugural episodes go or pilot episodes go, this one may be a little bit longer because we want to share with you why we're doing this and what the genesis of it was and it's mostly you oh pilot like sully yeah that's a good movie reference for a movie race for impact <laughs> yeah so we are two friends we've been friends for a long time and we both love movies yes is that safe to say yes we do yeah and we met uh as co-workers and um we just found that we like sharing movies you had more kind of fun serious stuff and i'd bring you just ridiculous garbage a lot of underground <laughs> horror a little bit of everything in, in our musical interest too brought us together initially i think that is true that is true so what we found that we would do in, in our respite for our work days was we would have lunch together and it became a thing it was one o'clock I, I believe was the time <laughs> yep. people would wait to see us walk through the workplace hand in hand for our lunch well, if one of us wasn't there, they would ask us, you know. If the other one was okay. Where's, where's yeah. yeah. I've literally had people ask, where's Ryan? Is he all right? Why well, isn't he here? And I would look, you know, profoundly forlorn, lunching alone, you know, listening oh, to a podcast or something. On my two-year hiatus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you left for two years. Yeah. Profoundly sad <laughs> for two years. I don't know. I, I actually don't know what I did. I don't think I did anything productive. I maybe decided to read. You know, talk to other people. <laughs> yeah, that's not productive. <laughs> <laughs> so what we would do is kind of naturally, we, you know, like friends do, would share movies back with one another. Hey, I saw this cool movie. Yeah. And we would spend the lunch period talking about movies. Yep. And we noticed that uh, others were listening. <laughs> and it got kind of quiet in the lunchroom. Yeah. And I think they were listening either... Uh, out of sheer confusion or <laughs> curiosity. Yeah, on the Sedaris run, I think it was definitely... Yeah, we talked about Andy Sedaris movies for a <laughs> long time. I think people listened in with a sense of worry about us, <laughs> concern. What is wrong with these guys? Like, if there is Child Protective Services for adults, somebody would have called that that organization and said... I work with two guys who have a serious problem. A serious addiction, at least for that summer. But we should have just, like, as to mess with somebody, just one day decided to talk about, like, War and Peace or, you know, something totally different and then <laughs> see what happened. 
Yeah. Are, Are we, we overestimating our effect on other people? Probably. We, we spin off into a lot of different movies all the time. That is true. You're going to hear in the show. That's the point of it, quite frankly. And I have you to thank for the idea and for the name because one thing about Todd is that he takes a lot of movie chances, chances that I would never take. <laughs> so he would say, hey, I watched this movie about an obscure Hungarian man who decides to carve boars out of saplings and give them to local villagers. And I'm like, weird. And I probably wouldn't watch it unless you suggested it to me. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and that one was completely made up. I... No, isn't that a real movie? Well, should Hollywood, get yeah. at us. <laughs> so um, it, it was always this really great thing, and you always took chances. And every time I'd watched one of these movies that I, I wouldn't have found on my own, I was always like super excited by it. And again, it's something I wouldn't have found on my own. So you always did that. And I don't think I really did anything movie great for you except no, for horrify no, you with some really, really <laughs> give, wicked shit. Give yourself a little credit. You've mentioned several that, that I've watched and we're going to have, in fact, one of them I'm going to use in the future, I think, that you actually suggested. Oh, sweet. But it's like, it, you know, the hunt, the hidden gems, as Netflix says, but. So you're out in the field with a metal detector and bottle cap after bottle cap after bottle cap, and then finally you hit that dime. Wow. <laughs> or, or that golden, uh, you know, a golden nugget. I wasn't expecting this level of metaphor this early in our first podcast. Oh, well, yeah. Bottle cap, Too much water, cap, not enough beer. Dime. So. <laughs> That'll be our first T-shirt, a bunch of bottle caps and one dime. Yeah. <laughs> Already talking about merchandise. <laughs> Nobody's asking for it. So this is what we do, and we don't have the same workplace anymore, but we still uh, do this. You yeah. know, you'll text me, hey, check this out, I'll text you back, and maybe we don't have that level of conversation anymore, but I was quite frankly missing it. Yeah, and, and whenever we talk or get together, we just naturally go into yeah. this, so it's it's a thing. Um, at one of these episodes, we should try to do a one-off and talk about something else, anything, <laughs> And see how long it takes to get like, to I a know movie. nothing about you as a person. <laughs> I don't know your favorite food. And I ate with you for years. I can't tell you what your favorite food is. Uh, I know nothing about you. You could be a crazy person. I don't know anything about you. <laughs> Hopefully that comes across as sarcasm. Yeah, yeah. Laying it on I know there. the names of one of three of his kids. <laughs> There's four. There's four kids, right? That was a good joke that I just did. <laughs> So that is, I think, what we want to do. We want to share yeah. our craziness with you. Well, did you mention the text that was where it came from whenever I would text you? Oh, that's right. So, sorry, the the title. We, we were talking about, you know, what the title of, of this would be. In many of these movies, Todd would preface it by saying it's just this little independent it's a little independent. Trying to get you to watch it. And and that wasn't always the best motivator. If you said, like, Vin Diesel's in it, um, but it's a little independent. You know, Vin like The Diesel, Last Witch Hunter, for Not example. driving a car. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he kept on saying it's a little independent. And, and shockingly, a little independent was available as a name. And right. we'll soon have a and email and website to share with you. So when we... Landed on that title, and I thought it was kind of cool, and I didn't even realize I had put that in my text, you know, numerous times. So I looked it up, and uh, so a little independent, Ali, A-L-I, which means high or elevated. So Ryan is the high, and I'm the elevated. Oh, I like that. Nice. 
Elevated. Little insights into our world. <laughs> We're elevated. <laughs> All right. Well, so I think we should uh, we should get into this. Um, yep. So the format is going to be. Um, we're starting because Todd named it. Todd is the Genesis. He uh, picked the first movie. Each episode, we will uh, take turns uh, suggesting movies to watch, independent, obscure. Now, if we get people to listen to this, I don't want everybody just hacking in on what's truly independent. I mean, we have some criteria. We'll get yeah. into that another time. But um, you know, if it's got a big movie star in it, um, it could still be independent. Yeah. We want to go into any rules at the top or. No, let no. this naturally happen. Yeah, and and you know things evolve as they go. But yeah, I look at you know the hidden, the hidden gems, the little the ones you got to hunt for. Yeah. So and it's easier in a way now that a lot of the platforms are supporting these kind of films, which is, which is great. I mean, yeah. you have you know Parasite doing what it did, and uh, obviously it's a, it's a foreign film, but you know there's more ways to see these kind of movies, which is cool. And just because it's on Netflix doesn't mean it isn't. You know, unique or or right, know. yeah. And, and Amazon, of course, has a gazillion. Yeah. So uh, we're not sponsored by either of those platforms. Just FYI. <laughs> so our first movie yep. is one that what what brought you to it, and why did you send it to me? Well, I was you know doing the metal detecting surfing thing and going through, and I and I came across this one, and it's actually just a gut feeling because. A lot of times I'll watch the trailer first, and if the trailer piques my interest, then I'll watch so it. So you do, like, the, is the trailer as necessary as reviews? Because you sent me a few I'll movies that were very poorly reviewed, Yeah, and it, that doesn't bother me, right. but I'm like, they're wrong again. Yeah, if, you know, if the premise strikes me or the, or the you know, the trailer and them both, um, then, yeah, I would overlook the review. So, so yeah, you gave me this this movie. It's called Still. Yeah, 2018. I guess there's another still, a little bit from 2014. There's a lot of variations. It's not that movie, yeah. 2018. But so this one's in 2018, and the official description is when a young hiker stumbles onto an isolated farm after losing her way on the Appalachian Trail, she is taken in by a strange yet beautiful couple desperate to protect a secret <laughs> deep beautiful. in the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> so the first thing I'm like, okay, wait a second. I, I mean, not to be. I, they looked sad. Yeah, but when why you did first they see her, beautiful? Is she beautiful? <laughs> and, and again, I, they are. I mean, they, they're in their way, but it well, just seemed a weird thing to put in the description. Yeah, yeah, that that caught me off guard. That word "beautiful" when you said it. So it stars Lydia Wilson, Nick Blood, and Madeline Brewer, and written and directed. And this is what got you. You just love this. I, I think guy. I go for writer directors. Takashi Idosher. I think that's how you pronounce D O S C H E. I don't know. I had to look him up after after watching the movie. And yeah. he's young. Youngster. Yeah, early twenties, I think. And I agree with you. Writer director is so impressive. And you know, you hope the studio doesn't mess with your you know, your vision too much because right. it's still subject to edit and what have you. But you'd well, think that's and, the truest form for somebody. Yeah, and, and the way we appreciate movies, it's, we understand, you know, writing a movie is difficult enough. Right. And then directing it too, and getting it made, and then getting it on a platform, you know, is is tremendous. But yeah. then to have the depth that this youngster has in his writing and directing yeah. is, is, I found truly amazing. Absolutely. And you've written a movie. Yeah, and so have you. Yeah. Nobody's asking to make them. <laughs> has it been reviewed yet? <laughs> uh, so this is categorized. I did not watch the trailer before watching this as a drama, fantasy, mystery. 
Um, so this this movie got me because I looked up Lydia Wilson, the lead, who plays Ella. She was in Star Trek Beyond as a character named Kalara. Oh. So I'm guessing she's made up, like makeup and maybe a monster or something. Standing in the background. I yeah, I had no idea. Uh, Nick Blood. Had you heard of him before? The the guy who plays Adam? No, no. So I I look I'd never seen him in anything. The one thing that piqued my interest is he's in a 2012 movie, 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 movie with Amelia Clark. Khaleesi. Uh, and the movie's called Spike Island, and it was notable because <laughs> Nick Blood's his character's name is Dave Famous. Wow. So I'm like, is that a barbecue reference, or is that just a weird rock star name? I don't know. So he he's been in a movie with Khaleesi and with a Star Wars, Star Trek, person. So Nick Blood, and then Madeline Brewer. This got my attention. You're you're uh... the girl from Cam. That movie about the cam girls. <laughs> she's who in has, that? Yeah, she's the lead actress, and uh, she's in The Handmaid's well, that, Tale, That too. explains that one scene that's coming up in the movie. <laughs> yeah. So um, that, got, that got me excited, because Cam, I don't know if it's one that we'll do, but she's really great in it. Like, just stand out, great, great, great. So, and then <laughs> Takashi, this is his debut film, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. And then- That, that blew me away as well. And it's, I didn't look, did he do like shorts before it or anything or was yeah, it? Yeah, he's got two things on ESPN I saw, you know, so like sports documentaries that he got awards for, I believe. So he's, wow. he's talented Just all like over. Just like Andy Sedaris. Yeah. Very, We're finding very, parallels yeah, already. Except their dialogue is. He has less nudity <laughs> and explosions, which are just fine too. Uh, and then he has uh, another film that you like uh, called Only, right? In yeah. 2019? Yeah, I believe it's, that was his second feature. And I saw that uh, probably in the spring, you know, not knowing who he was or anything or well before I found Still. Right. Yeah. And it has no tagline. So no tagline. No, it's an apocalyptic type. Well, that's movie, but so. It was really, let's really get into rich. it because so the movie opens on this kind of rustic setting. First shots, kind of beautiful, um, and it settles on a on a house. Now, I, I wouldn't say cabin, but it's a log cabin. It's a yeah, it's in a the, cabin. in the Appalachian woods. And, and I don't want to paint the cabin in the woods thing because people start thinking Evil Dead and. <laughs> well, you know, this first thirty seconds, he he sets up the whole the visually sets up the whole movie right you know you got the cabin you got the field and then and then you know so not knowing anything about it i i viewed the cabin and then a truck so it's grounding us in a it it could be now it could be 1978 so anytime between then right and you have a, a, a gentleman who we see from the distance white tank top his his uh Armament of choice, this guy. A pickup truck and a wife beater. Yeah, he's like he's trying to be Vin Diesel is what he's, he's doing. Try- he's rotten with <laughs> white tank tops. Dirty ones, by the way. And so he enters the house, and then you have a uh, a gal that we see from the distance, and she's by a shed. Now, did you notice this happened twice? The shed has a sign that says Blood Mountain. I did not notice that. So... You're you're assuming this is a couple. Again, she's dressed kind of provincially. Maybe it could be 1990 in grunge yeah. for girls. It could be 1930. Yeah. So kind of an interesting side note. It was filmed, I think, near. It was the whole movie was filmed in a state park. It's oh really, and, and I think Blood Mountain was yeah. where 
So that's probably that that shed is it, probably it part of the It comes up later. It will get it will get to it, but so it's just kind of interesting. I, it's it's a handwritten sign with decent penmanship, actually. I mean, it was set decorated pretty well because it wasn't like all crude. Yeah, like you think. So again, not knowing what this was going in. I see the Appalachian Mountains. I see this quiet, and I'm thinking horror movie. Yep. It vibes like that, I think, kind of off the bat. Yeah, and for, for a little while, you know, he's, it's misdirecting you. Yeah. Yeah, it's so pretty awesome. you see her, and she's walking around, and she's got a jug on a string. Now, visually, that was jarring. Oh, jarring. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're just going to bask in that for a second. That growlering. Was... <laughs> she was growlering like a bear. But she's she's like she's got this jog on a string, kind of like a kid, just kind of walking the winds of a, Whims, know, whimsically yeah. along in the field. Two hikers show up, and it's but that is foreshadowing the entire movie. Yeah, set, he's setting it all up in one little nutshell with, without you knowing anything. Yeah, it's you know well written. So again, very unique. You don't hear a lot. It's just kind of not a lot of music at this point. And then two hikers show up. Yeah, decidedly eighty. Did you check the shorts on the one dude? Remember 80 shorts yep. that are like red with white piping everywhere? I, I wore them. Okay. <laughs> okay. You currently have them on under your jeans. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. A little faded. So these two hikers show up and they say they've been lost. They've been out here for 18 days or something. And she kind of playfully does this like, oh, follow me. And I'm thinking horror movie, 100%. Yeah. So she ends up ostensibly going back towards the house and this truck comes out of the woods, and we find her, her fella. We yeah, think he, is her fella. Well, he, uh, across, yeah, Adam driving across the field like a madman. He's very mad. Yeah, he's very. Why did you bring them? The here? Vin Diesel of pickup trucks across a field in the Appalachian. That's right. Well, I mean, Vin would have done it much better, but you know, he he, you know, Mr. Blood, Nick Blood, did his best. <laughs> so he gets out, and he's really upset, and he's got a gun. He puts these two hikers in the truck, drives off, and that's the cold open of the movie. Yeah, and well, she's arguing with him. She's trying to stop him. Yeah, you know. So, so you, Adam you, you, and Ella, you know, you, you yeah, hear their names in the intro. Are, these guys are fucked. <laughs> so, and well, again, I'm thinking horror movie, but yeah. I'm interested. Like, what's don't, the what's don't we the hear deal? the gunshots go off? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you? I think you I hear remember. two gunshots go off okay. after they. After he takes off with them. So then we have the credits, which I don't know about you, but I sometimes, I like an opening credit scene that's just old-timey photos that kind of, because these credits <laughs> misdirect the hell out of yeah. you. Well, you're setting me up for my favorite movie of all time, you're Butch f- and Sundance, oh, <laughs> which is set up exactly the yeah, same the way. The whole intro of the movie. And if and he does it the same way. I mean, I hope he's doing an homage or took study from that movie. That'd be interesting. You know, all these newspaper articles are foreshadowing the entire movie. Yeah. If you look at the titles but of all those. It, it, it's a, Yeah. So I, I wrote down a couple of the things that kind of stood out because it starts with like the late 1800s. Then it seems to go through the 20s and there's newspaper headlines that say land grab. And then it goes into prohibition in well, the newspapers. The land grab one you just said said uh, something about um, construction of the the trail Appalachian Trail halts because well, yeah. of an antique site found or something like that, which is going to allude to it our said, cave. Ancient findings halt trail construction. Right, ancient findings. So to me, that that's, that's alluding to our cave. 
So coming up. then they go into a lot of shots of people doing moonshining and making bathtub gin or what have you, yep. which I assume is why it's called Still, yep. the I, movie. Right, yeah. Or, and, and oh, that may be a double. When we got there, I've, I've, when we get to that part, I do have my theory on why he picked that name. So then I get, I get confused because there's a newspaper article that shows what looks like our guy, and it says, Wanted, Adam Sampson for the kidnapping of Ella, Ella Shelby. Yes. And so then I'm going... Okay, I think those are our main characters. Bizarre. Right. Yeah. Then Ancient Findings, Hall Trail Construction. Then it's the photo of but the, the two hikers. is really old. You know, it's like 100 yeah, and and it's going, years old. Yeah, it's going further into time. Yeah. So I'm thinking, this can't, okay, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. And then you see a photo of the two 80s hikers, like it was taken immediately when they entered the shot. Because... Yeah. <laughs> They were standing Hike, in the same spot that they were. Disappear. <laughs> and it said, two hikers missing near Blood Mountain. Yeah. That guy, that was Blood Mountain blood, again. There you go, Blood Mountain. And that's the part of the state park or something but like that. But it's never addressed. They don't talk them. about Blood Mountain. or So yeah. I'm like, okay, horror movie. Cool. And then there is an article about a student in school named Lily DeVille, and she's battling a rare cancer. Yeah. Cut to <laughs> Madeline Brewer. With blonde dreadlocks. Okay. Affectionately known as? Cam. Dreads? Dreads. I wrote down dreads. <laughs> well, I wrote down dreads question mark because I don't know if they were dreads or well, if they were just knots. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, she, she had a like a distinct look for sure. Kind of, you know, San Francisco, maybe edgy, granola. She looked like she smelled bad. I'll say that. <laughs> a little hippie-ish. And that's, uh, I wrote that down a lot. But so um, she, you, you assume that she may be Lily. She's got pills and she goes to the opening of the state park ostensibly yep. to go into the woods and die. Yeah. I mean, they cut right to it. You know, she's got the terminal disease and then she's just going, you know, cutting to her on the trail, kind of doing a pilgrimage. Like you know? face acting. I, I'm not always a fan of it, but her face acting in the in the opening with her looking at herself in the mirror, it's yeah. lit beautifully. And I, I can't describe what she's looking like. It's it's really well yeah. done. And again, this first this is his first feature film. So I assume and there's hardly any low budget, you know. He's it looks good though. That's I think what it I mean. Really That's what good. I'm saying, his level of Takashi. So <laughs> she's going into the woods to die, do you think? Yeah, or, or yeah, I think so. I think or so she's too. she's just on the trail to find herself, you know, before she's right. to that point. So a, a noble thing, I guess, to do. But she makes her way. She's very sick. She's coughing, and it's not going great. No, and she doesn't look healthy. She doesn't look healthy, and she finds herself, you know, in the shadow of this house and collapses. Right. Yeah. So she kind of makes it as far as she the, can. The same Blood Mountain cabin. So, yeah. Again, <laughs> I'm like, horror movie. Yeah. So she does something that I find very interesting. Now, I, I've, I, I said I did a Reddit article on people in movies who wake up in the hospital and immediately pull the wires out of their arms. Right. I think that's a weird first reaction. So similarly, if I wake up in a strange house... In a strange bed, I'm a little alarmed. Yeah. <laughs> but if there's a glass of milk 
on the table next to me, I am not You're drinking not it. <laughs> well, no. When I in this house, you don't know what kind of milk that could be. It could be baboon. It could be. Yeah, they're the hills. They're hill people. I mean, well, I'm. I'm who thinking, knows what they're milking? Yeah, I'm thinking she's she's going to be kidnapped. You know, you're you're just. It's that false sense of security. Horror, you know. Yeah, but it, that's it, the horror movie all the Appalachian, way. Appalachian, you know, movies. It's all that's to this point. They're yeah. all about horror. It's oh. just everything is awful. The backwoods. Yeah. nothing good's going to happen here. So, but it doesn't feel super confined. Like the house is in a clearing, which gives this movie a little space. Yeah, it's not in. It's not shrouded in in the woods. So. <clears throat> Then she meets Ella, who says, and they're very nice. Uh, Adam obviously has a little edge because we know, you know, from the beginning. But Ella says, I could draw you a bath. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, now we're going to see what kind of plumbing situation they have to ground us. Because, you know, Lily looks like of now, right? Like, so she, with her hair and her face jewelry. Well, just... You know, like you said, just waking up in a stranger's yeah. cabin in the woods goes right for that gross, going, going hot right. milk. Oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna draw you a bath. So, <laughs> I'm wondering what their plumbing situation is. What it is is the bath is under a tree, conservatively two miles from their house. Yeah, <laughs> we, we don't know the distance. <laughs> it's and it's isn't it wooden? Like a wooden tub? It, no, I think it's a tin tub. But she would have to bring that hot water back. You know, it would take three yeah. hours to fill. Um, it would be the worst experience ever under a weird tree, <laughs> just bathing. Well, she yeah, she fills up the tub, and then I actually put this in my notes, which aren't Ryan, by the way, has typed notes. Nope, this is all from memory. Beautifully formatted. All from memory. I have this handwritten mess. <laughs> so what I have here is uh, failure to communicate. No, wrong movie. <clears throat> Hope that the water suits you. That's what she says to her now. What a beautiful foreshadowing. Okay, okay. I hope that, hope that the water suits Listeners, you. put a pen, or put a pen, put a pin in that. You can put a pen in it if you want. Just because it's the very water. That's, I didn't catch that. Yeah. So, when so I, water, when she said water that, is went, important. Oh, man. So, um, this, I thought this was interesting. They they show, and maybe this is to show her improving down the, down the road, but mm-hmm. there's a silhouette of Lily in the bath, and she's pulling her hair out. Right. And I'm thinking... Horror movie. Well, the the cancer thing. Is right? she going to turn into a monster? Yeah, like something is is going on. She's being affected, but obviously she's sick. She's pulling her oh, hair you're, out. And you're it, worried about the milk. And it never. Yeah, the milk. I, I just took it as you know the newspaper article, and she was having can you know the cancer yeah. in her hair. Was but it to never fall comes out. back again, and that must be because of what we know. Okay, <laughs> so she has dinner uh, for the first night in this okay. weird house. But did you notice at the dinner table? How much better she looks. Her face, you Not know. Not right away. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I noticed that today. I got you know, where they were getting. It. No, I didn't. When she's sitting at the dinner table, she looks much healthier. And she's the only one with food in front of her. Our, our I couple, wrote that down too. Okay. <laughs> they're not eating. No, they're just sitting there watching her eat. They got a drink in front of them. And, and the guy is like, why aren't they eating? Is this her last meal? This is not going to be good for her. Adam is salty. Like, you know from the beginning yeah. that- Two, she was going to bring two guys, and he was furious and murdered them. So and she tried to stop him. Uh, it, so something's up. Yeah, I'm wondering what is going on. Why are they keeping her? Why are they being kind to her? And so the sense of kind of menace. Yeah, was was good. And I think the guy Nick Blood. 
that his name, Nick Ludd. I think he does does a good job. I, the acting of all three of these these folks, these youngsters, are, is phenomenal. But you know, you mentioned a lot of the big time movies are going. You don't into, have to so say youngsters. You're 28 years old, dude. Yeah, a couple years younger than me. This is this is not a visual podcast. <laughs> Nobody knows Todd is 28, and he's calling these people youngsters. It's weird. So they they. I've noticed that um, our, our Adam and Ella are always drinking out of jugs, to, and I'm assuming it's moonshine. So that first night dinner, it was weird. Adam and Ella not eating, but drinking just tons of moonshine out of jugs. They're just plowing through moonshine. The magic jug. And it seems to affect them like if it's not moonshine they seem to be affected it looks drunk or elation or whatever and i think that's pretty bizarre but my question is why keep lily because you know adam because it's a horror movie in the woods we think right but adam was very clearly upset about uh, ella bringing those two guys back well he didn't so like, much so that he, he murdered like two people <laughs> oh are you he, serious? He liked dreads. Okay, he liked dreads. <laughs> so that was a personal preference. That's why. Yeah. But he's still like stink eyeing her, and there's something up. Like yeah. some They're bad pro- energy coming off of him. Yeah, yeah. He he does not like company. Clearly. Yeah, but and, he's he's tolerating and we, her, and we wonder why. And you pointed out that he says tomorrow morning you go. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. Is he going to kill her yeah, somewhere else? First thing in the morning, I'll take you back to the trail. Yeah. Yeah. Amiable. And she sleeps in. Yeah. And then they leave. They leave her at the table with the food by herself. And this starving girl pushes the food away and doesn't eat it because she's a little concerned about, I think, what's going to happen. Well, she drank that that weird milk. Now she has to go back and sleep in that same bed. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and if that milk's still there, that's suspect. So they... She comes out, and Adam is chopping wood, and she's like, I overslept. Uh, she wakes up to the wood. Yeah. yeah the sound of the, the wood being chopped, yeah, and wakes up and looks out the window. You go ahead, and you can help me and mess up your hands trying to chop wood for me while she's <laughs> coughing up blood. Again, why keep her? She's just doing chores and coughing up blood. It's well, not he, helpful. He does He does tell her that, he, that she earned her keep when her hands are all bloody and blistered. I mean, like chunks taken out. Yeah. It's gross. It's it's It's... Uh, Again, what was that horror that movie? Commercial palm olive, you know, with dish hands. That wouldn't have helped. <laughs> Calgon, you got nothing the to help this girl. The bath wouldn't have t- taken her away. So they just put a bit of like cloth on her, white cloth, and wrap up her hands. There you go. They dipped the cloth in what now? Water. Water. Yeah, that was the key to everything. Hot, hot water. water. No, and it wasn't even hot. So did you? One thing I noticed was it was kind of funny. Did you notice on the porch there was a banjo? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, full banjo. So we're in the Appalachians. Yeah. And there's a banjo on the porch. Where where horror is made because and that's the only thing that happens there is yeah. bad things. And she's lost. She has no, you know, she has no way out. But the the banjo, do you think was a was that a deliverance call cuz that's all homage. like dear 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 dear. He should have been driving a Trans Am across the field. <laughs> uh, playing you know, eastbound and down. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, with Oh, I would say that was Bert's first big hit. That's true. No, no, it wasn't. He was in that Raquel no. Welch movie. Deliverance. You got that wetsuit with no sleeves. Sleeveless wetsuit. Shooting a bow. Yeah. Not independent. Can't talk about that. <laughs> so then we have a scene. 
<laughs> we have I'm on brand, bro. <laughs> you are you're, you're focused. So then we have a scene where the two ladies are enjoying some moonshine, and they make out. They start the kissing. Yeah, everything settles settles down a little bit, and the, the, yeah, just got, two two, we two got gals two girls on the porch sipping moonshine, the banjo behind them. Yeah, lit and up on moonshine. Naturally, they begin. So they so they got a kiss, right? I mean, that's, I, yeah, I think that's isn't the that what girls do? Unwritten social rule. <laughs> so Adam shows up, not happy. So that debunks your theory about why he kept her around. He's not happy. Ella goes and gives him a consolation makeout. Would you he, call it? He just kind of stares. I mean, he's just like, "What?" And what she in the gives him. She gives him some moonshine. Ostensibly, he drinks it, and then they go back to the house. Yeah. Cut to Ella leads it. Le- Ella leads in and leaves the door open. Ella being his wife. And so you've got uh, Adam and Lily going at it, and Ella is sitting on the sidelines, right under well, a sheet. It starts off <laughs> looking as a three-way. Sad. I don't know that it does. I just yeah. I feel like it's it was it almost does. comedy because you see you're, the two and then she's just all like <laughs> you're, you're fixated on Alice sitting in the corner just looking at him. it. It again, <laughs> she just her face is the look of devastation at all times. This actress, I don't know what her process was or what her secret was. Yeah, but it must be. I've had to watch my dog die over and over for the last three weeks. Yeah. That is the look on her face. We're gonna find out why. You know, she's in that state coming up yeah. here. It, it's so Very bizarre because I know they look like they smell so bad. Well, <laughs> it's sweaty <laughs> Appalachian Mountain heat. It they look yeah. like they smell. Well, Dred's disgusting. Asking, you know, is, are you you guys living off grid? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Meaning, do you guys wear deodorant? Oh, I, it's amazing. We made it out of the wild she, west. Continuing species. She did not have soap. They never show her with soap. She's <laughs> pulling her hair out. <laughs> That's a different reason. <laughs> so then we get to a spot where I, I'm further saddened by Ella's and Adam's it's, it's story. It's the next morning. The three-way is complete. Yeah. Or no, we turned into a two-way. It's complete. Or no, what do you call the it circle when, is when one person watches and the other two are at it? Something. Uh, There's probably a name for that. Me in high school. <laughs> <laughs> the video store line. So um, Ella's sitting under a tree and Lily comes bench, upon her. Looking at two crosses. Or a bunch ground. of crosses. Two. There's, there's, a, there's a few, but she says, those two are mine. Her babies were born, were stillborn. Or still, and there's that word again. And still. They use still throughout the movie, like all the time, besides the it, actual process. It was, of that was really sad. Like, I, I, I'm still wondering what's up with Ella and Adam. And I think they've been alive forever and they're aliens, maybe. Well, I don't know. It feels like it. But and they're that arguing all the time. Totally grounded. <laughs> nice. Wow. There's some <laughs> slam. There's a cultural commentary. <laughs> but to know that they'd lost two children. Yeah. Like that is awful on top of awful. Still a horror movie. Now at this point, I think they're going to turn dreads into the daughter they never had. And I don't know, do weird things with her. Um, but that's really sad to me. And then they start talking about Lily's disease. And again, I'm I'm brought back to the fact that this is a, a woman with terminal cancer. Right, right. That you think admittedly is looking peppier by the minute, which I didn't yeah. completely see the first yeah, time. Yeah, they did, they did the makeup work on, on her, you know, and she's Again, definitely she, looking She was healthier. coughing less. But then Ella tries to show Lily this cave. Yeah. Is this the first it's time she, you see that cave or any cave? Yeah. 
And she doesn't right? want to go into this, you know, where are you taking Because <laughs> she has some instinct. Yeah. Because, like I thought, she is a, a terminal cancer patient who's relegated to be murdered in a heinous way by these crazy weirdos. And then she's starting, like, talking biblical. She's not trying to escape. And then Ella says, yeah, I thought while you were brought here, I thought you were a test. After last night, I realized you're here for something else. Yeah, something much bigger. Which must mean it has to do with Adam. And we're still scared for dreads. I am at you know, this point. Like it, it, there's a cave. So you're trying to get her into the cave. Now she's kind of talking these Old Testament but, biblical yeah, stuff. I guess aliens was right out Don't the... go in the cave, dreads. <laughs> and she doesn't because Adam shows up. Which tells her to look at her hands at some point. Oh, right? that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, so her hands are bandaged from because they were all bloody the wood and blistered debacle, from the yeah. cut, trapping wood. And uh, so she takes her bandages off and voila, they're, they're in fine. perfect shape. So at this point, I think there's regenerative properties to the woods or the house or them. Well, did and, you? And no, no, you I, knew. I got the you water knew. at that you point. You knew. Yeah. Oh, man. Yep. You're yeah, so much they, smarter than they, me. <laughs> I didn't. I I'm, didn't. Maybe I'm cheating. I don't know. But yeah, no. I mean, clearly it was just, it was just a wrap in water, you know, a, a white and bandage in water and, it, water. and it healed her hands. Interesting. Okay. So you're noticing at this point that water has healing properties. When placed on an exterior wound, <laughs> I did not get that. I thought it was more, I thought they were aliens. Yeah. <laughs> so Adam shows up, and this is where things completely go haywire for me between Adam and Ella. Yeah. Because I thought they were a married couple, although, again, in the opening, we see that he kidnapped her. Have you noticed that um, they're really arguing all the time? Ella and, and Adam never, they don't seem to like each other at all. Yeah. Okay. Did yeah. you get that? I, from the get. Yeah. Again, because he kidnapped her and has kept her kidnapped for the past 300 years? No. Well, we don't know that yet. It felt that. That's kind of what I... <laughs> again, no, in, in, in truth, they've been married for like 12 years and they just can't stand each other. <laughs> but she said, and this elevated... Well, he's got it. his gun. He's angry. He's, Adam's again, always angry. His, his Why did you bring her emotion. here? Why did you bring her here? And she says, I want out. I want out. She came so I could leave. This isn't natural what we're doing. She's here for you. And I'm like, what? What the fuck at this point? What <laughs> What the fuck is going on? And, okay, it's not natural what we're doing. I mean, a three-way maybe yeah, is questionable. Well, but, you the know. banjo, you know. Yeah, but then he says, we made vows. And then, to your point, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Vows are forever. Vows are forever. Yeah, she wants out. And she's, he says... Don't you love me? I love you. Meanwhile, he's he says, "Say you love me," while he's pointing a rifle at her. Yeah. Say you love me. Yeah. This and, and then Adam. Does he still have the wife beater on at this point? Uh, no, he's actually upgraded to a blue collared shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's still angry. He's no longer in Vin Diesel territory. <laughs> he's moved up to the rock. So, Adam, out of nowhere, shoots Lily, and he makes Ella hey, well, watch. Well, Lily. Lily Runs. Yeah. She's like, he, I've had enough of this her, bullshit. She like flies. She flies in the air, which I thought was kind of funny. It's a big rifle. It, yeah, it was a big <laughs> rifle. And then Adam is holding Ella saying, watch what you did. Look what you did. So, yeah. Ella, yeah. As well, she falls apart. And, he and she's bleeding. Uh, Lily that he just shot. Yeah. Dreads. And like that she's shot. on the ground bleeding, coughing up blood. And he's grabbing Ella. Look at what you, did, look at what what you, you did. made me do. He said, look what you did. 
I because you're gonna, I, you're gonna watch. I, what I watch you did. every movie with closed captioning. Yeah, and I'm like, what you did? Okay, yeah. this is weird. <laughs> How did she pull the trigger? They're apparently a married couple who've been married for one to three hundred years, and it's not natural what they're doing. Okay, so while he while he's making her look, holding physically holding her head, looking at the girl with the gunshot on the ground, coughing up blood. We cut to <laughs> the beginning of the flashback. The beginning of the second movie within still yeah. the longest flashback of all time. And a testament to Kashi's writing and directing, this flashback goes on for a very long time. But like you said, it's like a second movie. It's taking you back. We feel like we're in the 1850s. It Yeah. And, maybe and, post-Civil War, 1880s, whatever. I guess it's not that clear, but it opens on them running through the woods being chased by gunfire. Yeah, them being Adam and Ella. And yeah. they seem to be um, well, together? They're, be, they're being chased. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're trying you know, to Adam's get away. not clearly kidnapping her, I didn't feel like. No, they're trying. They're t- clearly running from being chased. Sunday by was posse. Yeah, kind of like back to Butch and Sundance, the posse. The, the posse. posse. And they're being chased by Shelby's men. Which, obviously, we know from the intro is her last name. Yes. So, yes, okay. Yeah. And then it leads to them finding the cave because they hide out in it. Yeah. And then there they is find the, case, the, the, the cave first. The old skeleton couple in the back of the cave. Yeah. So, an interesting, you know, mm-hmm. few bodies. And that leads them to finding the house. Now, Adam's hurt. He's shot, ostensibly. Yeah. He comes into the the cave shot and then uh they get it it feels like she takes care of because she stitches him up and she's he's screaming once they once they're in the house yeah they yeah ella finds the house so he seems to heal naturally he does she's hunting around and she finds the deed to the house yeah and and ella is markedly different yeah than she was strong up to this point oh yeah she's she's very well she hasn't been burdened by 300 years of marriage at this point i guess (laughs) Wait, we don't know that yet. <laughs> because <laughs> her soul is gone when yeah. we first meet her. Yeah, it's it's uh, completely obliterated. Hence her soul. your description of her her portrayal. Yeah, it's it's devastating. Imagine face. being married for you know. That so they long. find the deed to the house that they're in, in the name of Thomas and Mary Bragg, and they're sure nobody's coming back. So they figure we're going to stay here as long as we can. Yeah, she slams the deed down, and you know. Says and it's says hers. it's hers. This is yeah. this is my place. And he says I have just as much of a claim. Yeah, but he's talking in the old time. You know, he's giving giving you the eighteen hundreds feel because yeah. of the way he's the way they're both talking to each other. So then it it comes to bear that Ella paid Adam to take her away from Kidnapper. her abusive father. And if you remember back in the beginning, that was one of the newspaper articles that uh, Ella Shelby was kidnapped by him. Yeah. By, He's by, mentioned by Adam, in name. whatever his name was. Adam. Checking the notes, checking the notes. Adam Sampson. So. Sampson? Yeah. What if she was called Delilah? Would you have gone there? No. See, you're, see. That's, that's an old timey name, though, I think, Delilah. So that's. <laughs> but then I'd be distracted. Like, when's she going to cut his hair? And is that a thing? I don't know. It was already cut, yeah. <laughs> so Adam decides to leave. And as he's leaving, he kind of falls, and she comes after him. And yeah, his uh, wound opened back up, and she wasn't going to have yeah because they're hiding out from the the posse, 
and she's not going to have uh, how does she say the hounds finding his yeah, blood trail because and leading of him. him because now she's got a home, a deed hidden away. That's hardcore. Change her name. That's hardcore. Oh, eighteen eighties bitch, man. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did <laughs> he had to be tough like that? So, um, I have a clip. As oops, oh, a clip. Oops. Yeah. So as uh, we'll want to do, I will play a, a clip from the movie that I think is a pretty, you know, powerful part or what have you. Okay. So here you go. Now I know you're torn up about this place. Can't take getting the one up by a woman, can you? Living under a woman's roof. But you listen to me and you listen straight. If you think this is pity, you got another thing coming. I didn't run halfway across the state for you to lead Shelby and his men right back to me. I ain't getting caught. I ain't no snitch. But you're a right fool. Dumb as they come. Now, you can sleep in the shed for all I care. But you ain't leaving a trail in the woods for the hounds to follow. Look at you. You try and leave again before those wounds are closed? I'll put you in the ground myself. Woo! Right? Now, Now was that 1930s talk or was that 1880s talk? You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I, I don't know. I, but, I, but you definitely get the old-time feel of well, the way she's talking. Well, just, you know, what you'd seen of Ella up to that point was so beat down and so... Oh, yeah. You know, trodden upon, and to see her strong like that. Yeah, completely different. You know, I found this house. I found the deed. Yeah. Like, you're lucky I let you stay here. Yeah. I ain't got time to bleed. He does, because he he, ble- <laughs> he bleeds a lot. So it turns out that Ella doesn't have a dad. She has a stepdad. He was a moonshiner. So they decide to make a still, start doing moonshine. Okay, so I have to I have to tell you, this was the quote I wrote down. You know, my quote of the movie. And uh, let me get it here. So he's leaving, right? And then falls down and she she goes up to, God, we're in the same place. So my quote of the movie is right after your clip. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this was not planned. We're in love. (laughs) Is this this date night? (laughs) The fuck's going on? I guess so. Bunch of weird happy assholes in here. God, we love professing movies. Professing our love for each other and yeah. weird movies. <laughs> so, ain't no way I can build a still by myself. So that's her line to convince him to stay. Yeah. Yeah. And the word still. Interesting. So in my in my big note is and when we get to the creek, I'll I'll answer the, the big question that I had. But this leads to the title itself because the 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 still them him teaching her how to build the still and them doing the still together so that they're able to live and survive um, because they they barter the moonshine is what brings them together as a couple and leads to their marriage because before that he was just hired to to kidnap her and help her get away from her stepfather yeah. And then she's booting them out. You know, she's got her house in the deed and you're out. Um, but the still is what brought the two of them together. That That's my okay. take Okay, is that it. the spiritual? Is that your spiritual moment? No. Okay. I, I, that's, I got that written down. So <laughs> they build this still and they go into what I think is their first meet cute of the movie. 
they start flirting with each other and he's throwing stuff in her hair and I'm like what is going on okay completely different so they yeah. must have fallen in love in over 300 years what have you but my favorite bit of flirting that he does this is a line this Wait, is stone... you didn't wonder why we're back in the 1880s yet no no, no, no. You didn't catch on that there's something <laughs> that has kept them alive for 150 years? Yeah, I figured it was something. Aliens? I, yeah, I <laughs> thought they were, souls were replaced by... You waiting for the space? But they're, they're flirting back and forth, and he says to her, I thought you were nothing but a pair of chicken legs. <laughs> and I thought you were nothing but a mule. <laughs> <laughs> what clever, just sexy wordplay, like, ugh, chicken legs. <laughs> and mule. Mule. Well, it's got a little Clint Eastwood there, you know. Mule. So the flashback is now uh, going on for about three hours, and stepdad shows up with a posse, and this is well, she's she's out in the field, and then she sees three they, people. They break coming. they break into the clearing. This this the posse does. Yeah, yeah, and she right. she runs for the house. And um, I guess movie cliches are abound because there's one black actor in this movie. Oh, first to die. No way. <laughs> He's just shot immediately. <laughs> oh, so, he, he catches her. Yeah, and, and, and Adam shoots him. So, well, that was when she was escaping. She escaped from the yes, house. But a movie cliche nonetheless. No, I didn't, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, and they're running through the – she's going for the cave. Yeah. Doesn't Adam tell her to go for the cave? Well, yeah, she does. And they get there, and the father shows up. And he's doing the same kind of fire and brimstone that Ella does. He's there to cleanse her, cleanse her with the Holy Spirit. And he yeah. and he starts out very tender, and then he goes to crazy. He goes zero to crazy immediately, <laughs> and like she's a, got a gun on him. Like an 1880s Ferrari. And he gets the, the stepdad gets to her, and she grabs his own gun, shoots him point blank. Well, he knocked Adios. the rifle away, and then she grabbed the gun that was in his holster— and bam, yeah. it goes off, and then she shoots him again. Yep. But remember earlier, Adam asked her, "What did you? What did he do to you?" And she says, "I'll never talk about that." Yeah. So what? What do you? What is your take? Um, I think he probably, I don't know, made I, her. I I don't think it's as sinister, but maybe he made her listen to a lot of Liza Minnelli or something. <laughs> You know, so you, didn't, like, you didn't go there. Sit down, a, girl. You didn't We're go putting there. the greatest hits on. Liza. <laughs> I don't know why. You I don't think Liza it was a molestation situation and that's why she was running I, away from I, I assume. That's that's all, what I took I assume from it. at that time it, all the worst things. it's never said. It is never said. All the worst things. Which I think is powerful. So then Adam shot and this is, I had to be led to this like a horse to water. That was a pretty terrible pun. But <laughs> no, it no, it's your foreshadowing. It didn't deserve silence like You're, that. You are foreshadowing ten so seconds Adam out. Shot. He asked for water, and she goes into the cave. They're into the cave, and then they cut back to present time. Right now, now stop there. Adam's laying on the ground, yep. shot and dying, blood yep. coming out of his mouth, which is where we cut to Lily on the ground. Right, where we cut to the flashback in the, to begin with. Yeah, so 17 hours later, the But look at that writing. Over. Isn't that, isn't that yeah. brilliant? He, how he tied awesome. all that together? Awesome. And you don't even... It took me the second time to even pick up on those tidbits. The kid's only 22, 24 years old. Did you 
Do you want me to find his email address for you or something? Takashi! <laughs> Takashi. So cut back to present time, as you said. Parallel shots. Ella gives Lily water from the cave. It seems to heal her. And this is what I wrote. Now I get it. Fountain of youth. Yeah. <laughs> How many minutes in? Uh, most of them. <laughs> now... Now I get it. Then it all comes to, to comes together. The jug is a special water, the fountain of youth water. Clear container is always moonshine. Yeah. Lily so, so asks. This, well, this, you asked the spiritual moment. Oh, you have it here? And the spiritual message, just the healing waters, was the, the spiritual moment in the movie for me. Right. The fact that, you know. And that, that's I mean, a that, real that's, thing. And that's very, Repeatedly. yeah, very, very biblical. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. So Todd's, we'll have to call that something, Todd's Spiritual Corner. Yeah. <laughs> so every movie we do, you're going to point out where, where it got you in the spiritual gonads. As long if, yeah, as long as there is one. Yeah. And maybe there, yeah, that if doesn't the movie always have has to be one. one. So um, we're getting close to the end here, but uh, Ella and Lily are talking, and she says, am I cured now? And Ella says, I don't know. So this is Ella taking Lily back to the world. Ostensibly, she's going to let her go. Um, yeah, she wakes up and she's like, I was shot. I was shot. How yeah, is this what possible? Happened? You know? Yeah. Cause she's, she's healed. So they're at the entrance of the, of the preserve and Ella is taking Lily. They go to a bar. Um, but well, Adam is really upset about all this. Well, yeah, you're jumped to where the point, yeah, he can, he drops them off. He says, I'll take her wherever you want to go. And he drives and sets up, they're set up in a little tent, you know, yep. Adam just drops them off. Dreads wants to ask her, am I cured? And she says... Maybe if you keep drinking the water. If you keep drinking the water, but if she leaves, how can she drink so, the water? So, but she leaves, and Ella goes with her. Now, we see Adam kind of upset. He goes to his drawer. It's full of dirty tank tops. Ella has a jug with her, though. She She's does. She's got the magic jug. Does she? She does. leaves with the magic jug. So why does what happens to her what happens to her? Well... All right, so yeah, I'll let you guide guide the. She's in the bar, and these two meatheads are hitting on the ladies. The trail meatheads, great gross like meatheads, yeah, the, just the like app, the two in the beginning. The app trail meatheads. <laughs> and Ella gets a nosebleed. All hell breaks loose. They get her in the car. They're like, "Ah, oh, what's going on?" She's unresponsive. They get her to a. Well, yeah, she hospital. Drops, drops on the floor, and and uh, they take her to some clinic or whatever. She'll never make it. Meanwhile, Adam. Well, we should say what Adam's doing. So Adam goes to the cave and looks for, and, and you know, the, the skeletal couple next to the, the pool of water deep in this cave. There's this beautiful pool of water, and uh, which is where they get their fountain of youth from. And there's and uh, he goes back, and they had, had a journal that was in their hands that they forgot about the journal. Yeah, and, they, and he goes back, and they show him reading the journal. And then cut to him racing like a like like yeah, a like something's up like a Burt Reynolds in his pickup truck. So is the journal like, hey, don't leave here or else? Well, it's Takashi's writing, baby. He he doesn't tell you. He All doesn't right, say it. He shows it. So, so Ella, he doesn't say what was in the journal and why he's racing so crazily. I have a guess. So Ella's on a, on, a, on a hospital or an emergency room table. Yeah, and she is getting older. And older. She is gray, and older. wrinkled on the hospital bed. And everybody's freaking out, like, what's going on? Adam comes charging in with the ma- with a magic jug. Nick Blood. Nick Blood, baby. The doctor turns, tries to stop him. He's up against the wall, slam. 
down on the ground. And then the magic jug to her to her this is what used to be teal lips. This is the only area of the movie where I think editing or whatever went south because it's close ups of the jug to her old crusty like bleeding lips. Dude dude, and then the next shot she's perfectly normal. So maybe they didn't have the budget to transition back. But I thought that was cool. So now I'm like, I wrote the note again. Now I get it. Fountain of youth. Yeah. <laughs> you got it twice. Yeah. Because I was maybe unsure about it the first time. Well, yeah. So he gets the water in her and then boom, cut to, then she's she's back to her, her normal age. And then he scoops her up. Takes her home. Carries her out. Writes and, a note. And leaves Meathead and Dreads just all Yeah, well, that happens kind of. Like they they don't meathead and dreads, meatheads and dreads, don't know what's going on. Adam writes a note. It says, "You were right. I'm sorry." He leaves with a jug. Yeah. Into the woods. So, what's your take on the note? Why is he sorry? Because he did this to her. He kept her here. He kept her because they can obviously choose to die, right? Yep. Like if she, and was she trying to die? Was she trying to kill herself? And in the journal, it said, hey, if you go out of this place, you're going to rapidly age and die. That's what I think was in the note. So Lily comes back to the house with the meatheads, which is so bizarre. Yeah. And they're all drinking moonshine. Ella comes downstairs, sees them, kind of has a look and says, I'm out, grabs a jug, walks into the woods. Yeah. Well, you know, back to the note. If you remember, she she told Dreads, Ella told Dreads that, you know, you were here so I could leave, right? So we know there's a fountain of youth. Yeah, yeah, we another know mate a, for him. You we, know, he needs yeah. a, a, a mate. Well, you know, she was awful depressed throughout the whole beginning. and um, She wanted out. So, But now at this point, we know they've probably been, they've been alive for 150 years together. Yeah. And... And did they you know, never try to, to and stretch the, the bounds of I don't know. what would make them die? <laughs> and the girl, yeah, the girl shows up. I mean, ooh, that's so, a long time. Yeah, so at this point now, we know that what, what was in the journal then would have been, hey, if you stop drinking it, you don't just start aging normally. You, if yeah. you, you just, boom, you flash forward to where, what age you should have and been. And I assume that Thomas and Mary Bragg wrote the journal. Because they had the same thing, and they left to, to go die. You and the names. That, that, that is a Skeletor couple that is laying by the yeah. Fountain of Youth. So they wrote the journal and said, this is what's up. Yep. You're in the Fountain of Youth, baby, and if you want to die. But why do they die in the cave? But he, because they were married they for 100, they the were together for 150 years and couldn't, and decided it was unnatural. It's a good run. You know, All right. It's, it's, that, that, that goes back to your unnatural part. Yeah. This is unna- This ain't natural. Well, it is natural to live that long, I suppose. But no. Well, I don't know. I have no frame of reference. Right, and you can't let anybody know that this thing is there. So this is the point in this movie that I was almost kind of mad because of what the end was. I'm Because th- I'm like, wait a second. Dreads? Lily. Sorry, that's disrespectful. So Dreads is stuck in this house with these meatheads, and they go, like, ruin the still, and they fight with each other. I'm like, oh, this sucks. And then she goes to the house, sees Ella leaving. Yeah. They have yep, Ella's, Ella's. some furtive and pensive glances. And then Lily gets a gun <laughs> and goes back to the meatheads. Well, the glance, I think, it just, she's knowing that 
Ella gives her a nod, right? And, you know, Ella's got her magic jug, and she's walking off, supposedly to find Adam. And she I didn't gives think her a that, nod. I did not think that she was going to she, find Adam. Yeah, she, she gives her a nod. Um, and then she realizes that, hey, the only way that I can live and survive is, A, nobody can know about this fountain of youth, because imagine what would happen then. Yep. You know, <laughs> these two yahoos, they're, yeah. they're probably on Facebook already. Like, dude, yeah. I think I found the fountain of youth and this babe's hot. So she, she's got dreads. She used to have cancer. No, she, she doesn't. Gets, she gets the magic rifle and, and she goes down. And, magic and rifle? Bro- yeah. We they got a magic jug. Shot unicorns out of it. It's the same rifle from the beginning, man. And I be love magical. how she's standing there. She doesn't pull the trigger right away. Then she starts to walk towards them, and you hear these two pukes go like, "Well, wait, no, no!" And then wait, again, "Wait, wait, wait!" <laughs> Are we gonna do that all the time. Yeah, is every like time a, we say "wait," that's like a my should, wife should we thing. Tell what that is, or, or let only the ones yeah, that let's know. let people email us in what they think. Wait, 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 wait. wait she a real big proper. <laughs> wait. So <laughs> then you, you hear a gunshot. Yeah, the magic jug could be yours. Should you email us? And, and then a final know. gunshot. And what I, I, that would have been a perfectly satisfactory ending, ending to me. Yeah, so those two gunshots. She's going to live and know, you know, the, yeah. the, the guys are gone. Bury them. She has a fountain of youth. As long as she wants to. Yeah. But then it takes it a step further with Adam sitting on a cliff. Now, did you notice that that picturesque scene that that cliff is overlooking was used throughout the entire movie? Yeah. I picked up on yeah, that the that second did. time through. Yeah. Yeah. So I was wondering if that was going to be an important thing or not. But well, it was yeah, like why did he keep showing that? Set, so yeah. yeah, we get it. It's beautiful Appalachia. Yeah, you keep showing that. Well, yeah. We're at the finale now. We're at the last so moment of the movie. Ella shows up out of the bushes. She sits next to him. Magic jug in hand. And this kind of this kind of got me. I, I liked they held hands. Yeah. They both got it at that point. Yeah. They both accepted that it's time to go. And the final scene is the jug tipped over. Dripping the magic water. The last of the water. And the just last drop. They, they're skeletons on that bluff now. Yep. Creeping everybody out. And and Dreads can, is carrying the torch. Because oh, imagine if you're hiking in the woods in Appalachia and you're not abducted by weirdos or you're not taken by <laughs> whoever assaulted Ned Beatty and you see just two skeletons holding hands. Well, <laughs> I think that would ruin my life. <laughs> what happened here? Yeah. So um, this is a problem. You know, back to the, the the whole unhappy part of it, you know, many times if if couples lose a child and what, you know, from watching all the ID Discovery TV shows and stuff, but if it, not a sponsor. There is like <laughs> there's not a lot of, you know, there's a a high percentage of them don't aren't able to stay together, especially if they're immortal. And um, well, adding the the many decades to that, so that Really, I That's wonder if that was a part element, of his writing. That they you know, that he put that in the subtext. That they're immortal, but they're still human. They can still function as humans. They clearly tried to have children twice, didn't work out, and they just didn't try again. Right, and but but they can't, you know, let the world know what they have. Yeah, I mean, what would happen? I mean, I don't know. Monsanto would come in and you know put it <laughs> in an aerosol. Per- That's the perfect analogy. Ooh. There, there's this. Yeah. Taken down. They would buy the property and sell it in these tiny little vials with a preacher. It would be a theme park for sure. It'd be a theme park for sure. Who's the preacher that sold the little vials of of Miracle Water? Is that That, Jim Baker? No, it's somebody like him. 
but there was a guy that would sell miracle water for your with your donation. Yeah. So um, I think this is a great movie. We we end our podcast with some reviews. Um, so we start with one bad one and one good one. And for our first episode, I have a third review. It was too good not to include. Okay. So I'm sorry that I'm going to digress a little bit. But uh, so we're going to start with the, uh, and these are um, IMDb reviews, not Amazon or anything else. All right. So our first review is the bad one. It's a one out of 10, and it's titled Sad. Best thing about this movie is the scenery. Sad that it wasn't really filmed in North Georgia Appalachia. Sad that it used actors from Jersey and England with horribly attempted Southern accents. Sad the plot started slow, got to fair, then backwards to full suck mode. Example, how did a 1920s person put a modern tent together when most people need written instructions to do it now? Sad I felt the need to enter the review while the movie was playing. Sad everyone wasted their time on this garbage. Sad, no one had input on how to fix this hot mess. Sad, ooh, Todd, restrain yourself. I'm ready. Sad, the writer didn't work harder on the script. And I, and sad, I noticed more than likely the people who highly rated this crap are probably artsy-fartsy types who are snowflakes. <laughs> All right, here we go. Clearly, he watched the movie Sad. And not the movie still. <laughs> and second, I would ask him, well, very... what what scripts has he written? Okay, what easy movies killer. has he made? <laughs> and and what knowledge does he have of that whole process? Um, okay, you don't have to take him that I, seriously. Don't uh, give yeah, him that power. Is uh, the teeth the fangs are growing? Don't give him that power. He was upset that it wasn't really filmed in North Georgia, but um, well, it was filmed in in a Georgia state park. That's true. Probably cheap. I don't know if it was north. Easier or not. to handle. So um, I should say there were probably about forty-four reviews of this movie, most of them positive. Uh, and I like this one, eight out of ten. Uh, it titled "This Hidden Gem" turned out to be quite a tale. When the film began, there was something about it that gave me the feeling that it just might be worth the watch. Maybe it was the beautiful natural aperture shots of Lydia Wilson at the beginning in the forest, or how psychotic Mark Blood storms onto the screen. But still which also features Madeline Brewer, is a great tale that develops beautifully, catching you off guard with multiple plot twists the minute you think you have it all figured out. It goes into the story, uh, but I'll kind of skip forward. The acting and cinematography is superb. The pace of the film runs smoothly, revealing different aspects of the characters at the right time with backstories that complement the mystery. The storyline story line is very believable, even though it's a... Even though it's a does it, sorry, that's how it says, even though it's a does it in a unique way, so it feels fresh, not stale. Very heartwarming message at the end. You definitely come away understanding why earlier events took place. All in all, definitely worth a watch. The 5.6 rating in total does not do this film justice. I give it an 8. You'll enjoy this movie if you check it out. Trust me. Absolutely. There's a lot of good ones. And now I have a third one because I had I had to read this. <laughs> You getting me fired up? Yeah, it's a. All right. one, it's a real. This is my pick. It's short. It's a one out of ten. A one, and it's titled "Just Turrible." Oh. Right, I'm going to read that. It's J U S apostrophe second word T U R R I B L E. That, this, ladies and gentlemen, was a guy who could not even play the banjo that was sitting on the porch. He would play it terrible. He would play it terribly. I think I'm going to have to. 
be cautious in how I pick these reviews. Todd's getting, uh, yeah, like his I, ears are smoking. Well, the word critic, you know, is is pretty annoying when it's from somebody that has, you know, like let's take Beethoven and people that would slam Beethoven back in the day uh, on his symphonies. What symphonies did they write? Okay. I'm not going to do these anymore. <laughs> uh, episode one, we're cutting the bad reviews. So, Ryan, but, I just want to say one thing. We'll always have Monty Doro. We always will have Monty Doro. Doro. All right, so this is the review, one out of ten, just terrible. Man, they know they shouldn't have made this movie. In the infamous words of Charles Barkley, <laughs> just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> The one so, guy who was shot in the movie. The, no, no, no. The I'm, I'm, I, I, just, I just want to read this last line again. <laughs> in the infamous words of Charles Barkley. Infamous. Infamous. Joe's terrible. Um, so that is an outlier. Normally we'll just oh. do two reviews, a bad one and a good one. Um, but all in all, I think this was a super, super great movie, Todd. Thank you for passing it my way. Because even though the first time I saw it, I had no idea what was happening. Second time, I knew it was happening three hours into it i felt kind of dumb comparatively but uh this is a rad movie yeah well you know just watch out for this youngster i mean he's he's got the talent he's he's very good writer um a lot of depth a lot of subtext you know show it don't say it william goldman would be proud that's your boy awesome well thank you all for listening and we look forward to sharing the next movie with you Thank you so much. We'll always have Monty Dower. We'll always have Monty Dower. Bye, everybody. Who are those guys? Who are those guys? You'll love it. It's just a little in Love it. It's just a little independent. You'll love it. It's just a little independent. You're going to love it. It's just a little independent. Like I'm introducing a movie to you. Like you're about to. Oh. Yeah. All right, so yeah, like, yeah. Just a little independent.